0: welcome. It's a brand new year. It's an exciting year of UConn 360. That's the only podcast known to science that covers the University of Connecticut from every conceivable angle. It's been a long time since I've said that. Feels good. We are uh, coming to you in our slightly new format, a little shorter, a little sweeter, perhaps, but still just packed with information and packed with all the things you love about UConn. My name is Tom Breen. Joining me, as always, my colleague, Julie Bartuka. Julie, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, Tom. How are you? Doing pretty good.
0: And uh, we, we've got a we've got oh, a special guest with us today from from within our building. She's going to be talking to us a little bit later about the very popular holiday video that Yukon sent out. Exciting! If you haven't seen it, go to Yukon's uh, YouTube page and check it out. But I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've probably seen it. If not, shame on you.
1: <laughs> That's always what we like to do: shame our listeners.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. It's New Tom, year. I'm
1: I'm just thinking about how uh, our little mini mini that we recorded has not aged well. We were we were like real excited about you know COVID being kind of yeah <laughs> under control yeah we were in person we're back on Zoom you guys we're back in COVID land
0: since then which it wasn't that long ago but uh, nope. I guess it feels like a long time ago you may know that the university has decided that the first two weeks of the spring semester will be remote so that uh, classes start on January 18th they're still going to start January 18th just remotely and then hopefully we'll all be back in person on January uh, 29th. And that's a very popular decision that nobody complains about at all. No,
1: no complaints. Your social media has been just, you know.
0: Yeah, everybody's really happy with it. That's great. No, there's actually some uh, FAQs on UConn today kind of explaining the decision. And, you know, I know no matter what you decide, people are going to be unhappy. Exactly. from my perspective, it really is better to be safe than sorry. And, you know, students who live on campus and have meal plans are going to get refunded for the two weeks. So we're not trying to cheat anybody or anything like that. And I know everybody wants to be in person. Uh, And Connecticut does have a very good vaccination rate, and UConn has a very, very good vaccination rate. But as we've seen elsewhere, this new variant, is it Omicron or Omicron?
1: I say Omicron.
0: I say Omicron, too. Whatever it is, we've seen it has the ability to to cause breakthrough infections, even among the vaccinated and boosted. So that was the thinking.
1: I Um, I thought that the FAQs were very well done and very illuminating as to why these decisions were made. And it, it really is, you know, we do want to be in person, and this will help us.
0: So exactly. Yeah, the whole point of doing this is so we get to spend as much of the semester as possible in person.
1: Fingers Uh, crossed.
0: Fingers crossed. And uh, classes start on January 18th, by the way. Another important date. That's my birthday.
1: That is your birthday. My birthday is the day before.
0: I turned 25.
1: Yep. Happy birthday. Me too.
0: Yeah. Wow. It's great. Birthday twins.
1: I don't like being at an age where like saying I'm turning 25 is a big joke. (laughs) 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 That makes me kind of sad.
0: Yeah i feel like Uh, ronald reagan every year on his birthday he would always say it was the whatever anniversary of his 39th birthday and i feel like i'm there now
1: i'm not there yet but i'm at a place where 25 is is a distant memory so you know well sorry i'm excited for my birthday you know what i'm excited for hmm. so speaking of omicron my baby is home from daycare until my birthday because there was an exposure in his classroom so I'm having my first taste of pandemic parenting and I'm sending him to daycare on my birthday and taking Martin Luther King day off.
0: <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a, I mean, new parenting itself is probably very exciting, but now new yeah. parenting in the midst of a global pandemic yeah. a challenge.
1: This is the first real like taste of that we've had. So fascinating stuff. January 17th, big day,
0: big day. And there's other exciting stuff happening, you know, just because we're on winter break doesn't mean UConn stops. If you go to today.uconn.edu, you can see some pretty interesting stories. In fact, there's some really good news about public service stuff that we've been doing. There's a, a graduate student who's been collecting laptops to send to his native Ghana because cool. students there don't have access to as many laptops as students in the United States. So you can go to today.ukon.edu and find out how, if you have laptops you want to donate, how you can donate to him. There's also a great story about Operation Community Impact, which was a Yukon extension program Started right in the early days of the pandemic to connect dairy farmers in Connecticut with food pantries because dairy farmers lost like schools and hotels and right, restaurants from right. their biggest markets. And uh, they were, as dairy farmers did in other parts of the country, they were faced with having to like dump all this milk. But uh, UConn Extension sprang into action and connected them with food pantries. And because of a federal law passed in 2018, dairy farmers can get reimbursed for donating dairy products to food pantries. So- awesome. They were able to get money for their product and also uh, connect people who needed food pantries, which in the days of the early days of the pandemic, were a lot of people, with fresh dairy products. So that's I a neat story, that. and it's I still love going UConn on. Helping, yeah, so
1: UConn helping the little guy. That's a good,
0: yeah, in a way that you know people think of it as, as a university, and it is certainly, but stuff happens outside the classroom and the lab, and it's important to talk about that too. I agree. Speaking of things, it's important to talk about. Uh, one of the most important things to talk about is fun. And and we do have fun here at the University of Canada. One of the most fun things we do every year is we make a holiday video. And I say we, I don't mean me. I mean our incredibly talented video team. And we have one of our incredibly talented videographers with us today to talk about the the making of this year's, I guess, technically last year's video, the most recent video card, video holiday card. Joining us via Zoom, because we're all via Zoom, is uh, our friend and colleague, Angelina Reyes. Angie. Hey, How you
2: doing? good. What's up, Tom? What's up, Julie? You're not giving yourself enough credit. You are definitely involved in the holiday video. A large he portion is. of our offices,
1: creative uh, mastermind. A lot of the time,
0: I was very happy that milk bottles that I owned were able to play a role in this one. So let's let's talk about this year's holiday video, folks. If you haven't seen it, and I'm sure you have, the uh, it's it's shot at Jacobson, which is the Red Barn. As you're coming down 195 to campus, it's on your left. Very iconic Yukon location. Angie, what was the, how did this come about? What was the thinking behind Jacobson barn this year?
2: I just want to point out, thank you for pointing that it's on the left-hand side because Gino went to their right-hand side
0: barn
2: when it oh. came time for shooting. They are right next to each other.
0: It's true. Yeah, there's a lot of barns out there.
2: Yes, he showed up on time though. Yeah, so this, like, it's always, it's always difficult to decide which, which way we should go. Our, our goal is always to have fun, to be uplifting, because that's what the community kind of wants. And so every year we try to come up with these kind of like, I don't want to call them outlandish ideas, but they kind of are. And sometimes like to top- we
1: go, we go crazy.
2: Yeah, to to top ourselves from the previous years and just see kind of what worked, what didn't work. But this year, we decided to, we had a brainstorm in late August. And we decided to try to replicate the video from, I think it's 2014, where it it starts off with like Gino knitting inside one of the Yukon houses with the fireplace going. But it was kind of sort of similar to like the deck, the halls theme. And so this year, it was like, where can it be? And I was the lead videographer on it. And I will say... It, although they are fun to do, they are the most, like, stressful productions we have to do. And August 31st, until it was approved on Thanksgiving Day, this was my life. And on top of that, you know, we had President Biden come and all these other <laughs> all surprise events. Yeah. yeah, so really it should just be my one focus for the semester, but that never happened. My my plate was full and somehow I managed to, to do all this. And, and don't get me wrong, this is not just like resting all on my shoulders, but as a lead producer, I am responsible for like moving it along making sure it gets done. But it is a huge collaboration.
1: How did it come to be the Jacobson Bar? And I know uh, that you tossed around some some other ideas.
2: Yeah, so really after the initial brainstorm, hey, let's do this, deck the halls theme. I kind of just sat down and looked at a map. <laughs> and one of our biggest issues is what can we take over for one to two months? And actually it ended up being three months because we did a live event where people could come in, you know, with their pod and and take pictures after the the video was already complete. And so it was a three month takeover or something. So I, I looked at a map and I'm like, what can we take over? That's interesting, iconic, speaks UConn. And I was like, huh, Jacobson Bar. Uh, and I had no idea what it looked like inside. And I talked to everybody and I, I believe Tom, you <laughs> even were like, I don't know what it looks like inside. And so nobody knew what it looked like inside. So my first task was to find out if we could shoot inside. And the facilities was a huge collaborator in this production. Without them, it literally could not have been done. Uh, so they have the key to the lock that opens the barn door. So I went up there with them and we looked inside and it's spacious, but it was filled with the College of Ag's like historical horse and buggy, you know, <laughs> buggies. And so there's no room to necessarily move, but you just saw these like horse and buggies. And initially we were thinking of like getting a sled as like a final scene. And then once I saw these horse and buggy buggies, I was like, we should use one of these buggies. So, you know, we initially talked with facilities, can this thing be cleaned and ready to be used for several months? And they were all on board and They took care of cleaning it up, moving the buggies around so that we had space to kind of set up our scene. And, you know, I didn't need too much, but, you know, a backdrop was used to kind of cover everything that's behind there that you don't want to see. So a lot of the ideas came up with like working around with what was in there. And it's like, oh, we need a backdrop to cover up what's behind there. But it ended up being a fantastic place and people were interested to see what it looked like inside.
0: Yeah. And there's, I guess, for lack of a better word, there's a big cast. Like there are a lot of people yeah. who are on camera. And that involves a lot of like coordinating schedules, because I mean, it's not just students who are helping out, but like Gino and Pagebackers, Beckers, Dr. Andy, like, how did that go about? How do you go about managing so many schedules and recruiting so many people to be part of this?
2: I am a very organized, thorough, <laughs> although I could ask for help. Those are some words that I would use to describe <laughs> you. <laughs> okay. I can think of a few other. So uh, even though I could have had help with this, I'm just so used to doing it and depending upon myself to do it. That, and that's where that stress comes from. Everything kind of has to work out. And... How you go about making that work out is basically that network and connections that you have set up. I've worked here for almost 10 years. Um, so I know who I can go to, to get reliable students. I know, you know, Gino's person, uh, she's going to find out if he's available and Paige available. If not, then we're going to work around with who's available. I and mean, it just so happened, like they were the last ones, I think, to be scheduled them on the hockey team because, you know, they're busy. They have games. They have to work around all that stuff. But before they went to the Bahamas, that was just like our goal. Like you could have them available before the Bahamas. So you just make <laughs> it work. I actually had that Friday off and I had to come in because Gino and Patrick were in and I'm like, I'll be there got to <laughs> be there was
1: there. There are so many. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it again. We'll mention that. But there are so many cool little touches like the Yukon woodsman chopping down trees that were being used. And I can't, you'll, you can tell me who did it, but somebody etching into the wood, the names of all the regional campus for that directional sign. Was there anything like really surprising to you, or that was like such a brilliant idea somebody on the brainstorming team had that was able to come to fruition that you were just really thrilled with?
2: You know, a lot of these even though we plan because pre-production, that's the first stage of any video that we do. And it's the toughest and the hardest and the most time spent doing it, researching, coming up with questions, scouting, you know, all that fun stuff. A lot of this, even though, you know, it involved planning, it was almost like happenstance of, of how it came to be. I normally don't have brainstorms or we normally don't have brainstorms outside of our office for the holiday video, just because we try to keep it close. And so it just so happened that I was talking to the university events, their director, Carol, and I had asked her because we were going to do this live event and that's their specialty, not mine at all. And she's like, Oh, you want to brainstorm let's have a brainstorm. And I was like, Oh, I thought it'd be like about the live event, but sure. Like I'm all for brainstorms and I trust their department. Like they're not going to leak anything. And so I met with them via zoom and it just so happened that they're the ones that came up with the hay bales. I didn't come up with the hay bales, but we mm-hmm. needed the hay bales again to like hide areas <laughs> that looked bad that we didn't want to show and they're the I'm ones telling that came. all the secrets, Angela. But that's what this interview is for. Right.
0: It's behind oh. the scenes.
2: Yeah, and and they're the ones that came up with that regional sign and then from there my colleague Tom R not me, I had met this John Parmalee, I think his name is pronounced, um, he's like, hey, you should check with him to see if he'll, he'll do the sign. And John was a little bit hesitant at first because he had never used, I think it's a CNC machine. It was more, you know, like digital advance and he's the carpenter and so he like uses his hands and you know tools. But he was like, you know what? I don't have the time because they had a production going on. He's like, but I want to learn this machine. So I will take this on. And he made it happen. He painted it. He etched it. He built the stand. So it was like I was really impressed with that.
1: He's from School of Fine Arts, right?
2: Yes. Yes. School of Fine Arts. I forget his official title, but I remember him referring to himself as like the carpenter. So he
1: builds like sets and things. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: again, like the Woodsman Club and the Horticultural Club, the events people, again, like kind of led me in that direction. They had worked with them years ago. And so I just went down that path to, to try to find them and see if they're interested. And the great thing about this is like most of the students and you know staff faculty want to be involved it's a fun little thing and even though it might not highlight like the academics uh, of the university you still get your name out there and you still get like you know people know who the woodsman's club now and the horticulture club and that husky wreath you know what I mean comments we got about that like people want one of those i'm like y'all should do an event next year to to, to promote those and sell those and they're like yeah Actually we're thinking about doing it so hopefully husky wreaths are a new thing that people can pick up and buy next year
0: that's, that's awesome, awesome. <laughs> and let's not forget the real stars of the show so the uh lanterns and milk bottles which were I mean provided
1: by I, your colleague certainly University I was education. commenting on those
0: I was making <laughs> I, I thought I was, I was no I mean but it, it, it is neat how it shows. I mean things like we have people at UConn who build sets or like skilled carpenters and we have people who chop down trees and know how to do woodwork and it. I
2: think literally that's the only element that is not Yukon related everything else is Yukon related related borrowed or
0: the great thing about a university is that there's so many different talents and so many different specialties and we can kind of bring some of those in in ways that you wouldn't expect
2: I try to bring in as many Yukon related people as possible a
0: lot of talent from within our building on display not just behind the camera but at the end the uh, there's the husky uh, person We, we have the husky dog and the husky person that's how we distinguish the mascots and um, the person inside the suit, this, this might be revealing too much stage magic, but uh, it's our, our our friend and colleague, Tyler Morrissey, who has been pressed into service to be the person in this. We have our own suit in the building, I should say. So You're really
1: to, revealing all of the secrets. We
0: don't have to get, we don't have to like go to athletic. We have our own suit because it actually, we need it. Like it does come up a lot when we need to, you know, for promotional purposes, we need someone to get in the suit. And it's not always Tyler. Sometimes it's Sean Flynn, but in this case, it was Tyler Morrissey.
2: Yeah, there are a lot of people that have been in our suit and athletics does have one and so this I think it's the spirit squad that is like the main yeah. owner of the suits. But yeah, it became it became more of an issue like trying to get people at our time and right. Um, right. And yeah, our internal
1: internal husky mascots. Yeah, so it became important to get one. So
2: but yeah, Steve Chris. I I don't know if like we want to go into detail of all of our colleagues, but he is a mantle like master and expert. And he, I don't even think he's formally trained. I think he took a workshop somewhere. But I had originally asked the horticulture club to to be involved with that, but they were so busy. They're like, we can handle the wreath, but I don't think we can do the mantle. I'm like, okay. So I went to. I'm like, Steve Chris, he builds mantles. Let's let's check it out. And it's it's just so beautiful.
0: Like, it, is. it is
1: beautiful. It. Yeah, gorgeous greenery and. You know, it looks
0: like something that would be like in Yankee magazine. Yes. Like this like yes. rustic mantelpiece. It's amazing. Yeah. see, see it in
1: the video. But yes, that's another one of our colleagues. Incredible. And you learned about silage, which was, you had to cover this giant thing of, I don't know what, oh. grass and whatever. There's so much movie magic going on here.
2: I'm a city gal, I would say. <laughs> I grew up in the great city of Hoyoke. Yes, Hoyoke, Massachusetts. And so... You know, when this thing first started, there was not a silage mound next to Jacobson <laughs> Barn when we had decided to do this. And then miraculously, there was this big football field sized silage next to it. And I was just like, again, I was working closely with facilities at the time, scouting it multiple times. And Wes is the is the guy that was the, the main person I, I was working with. And I was like, Wes, what is that next to the barn right there? And he goes, oh, that's silage, I think. I go. I didn't ask then what it was, and I was like, okay, silage silo. You know, I kind of we'll see. I go, who whose is it? And it <laughs> ended up being like the College of Ags, and I was like, okay, we're gonna investigate this a little bit. So of course, I had to Google what silage was. It basically like it's like,
0: like fed to cows and sheep, basically. It's yeah,
2: yeah. They like put it under this tarp, so it just ferments and gets acid growing, and that's what the cows eat uh, yep. during the winter. And it's it's there's a lot of it. A lot um, of cow, yeah, the cows eat a lot. So, you know, I started investigating and I'm like, Hey, can, can we move this? <laughs> and I found out that we cannot move it. So again, university events and facilities both for brainstorming with me like, okay, so how, how do we fix this? Because, you know, we can work around it for the, the ground shoots, but two of our iconic shots are the beginning and the end with a drone in the air and you know yes they were going to be shot mostly at sunrise and sunset however you can still see white no matter what time of day in in nature where it's green and brown and the, the tarp you know was white And so brainstorming with, with events and and so of these they're like ask if they'll put a green tarp over it and i was like that i think we can work around that and yes i can you know color correct and mask things in video but it's not going to look as good as if it's not there. So, College of Ag was willing to you know, get some green tarts and cover it up. And so that was kind of the workaround. But I know what silage is. <laughs> I would prefer <laughs> not to know what silage is. The
1: joys of shooting on a farm location. Yeah, it's still oh, yes. a
0: working farm, right? Like, I guess, you know, that, that's even if Jacobson Barn is it's not used as a working barn anymore, that the site, Horse Barn Hill, is still very much a working farm area. Now, I, I, one thing people don't think about with holiday videos, of course, is that it has to be done long before the holiday, right? So this is a question I know you hate, but have you started thinking about 2022's holiday video yet? Or is it still too early?
2: The only time we have ever brainstormed this early is for the dog sledding one.
0: Yes, the epic, the great epic
2: yes the legend of jonathan and it was because we actually for the first time were like we should probably shoot something with snow and if you were i don't know what year it was because i was not the lead on that thankfully two or three years ago
0: two, pre, two. pandemic pre-pandemic, yeah. pre-pandemic for sure yeah,
2: yeah, 2019 maybe last year was a kind of a zoom one so tom r was the lead on that and the things he had to go through because i think we got to like end of february and it hadn't hadn't
1: snowed yeah (laughs) the one year we were like we want it to have snow it did not snow that was like
0: that that whole shoot was like the holiday card equivalent of apocalypse now just like (laughs) there was so much that went into it i remember uh in the summertime being in wasn't wood hall it was one of the older buildings on campus because we needed a fireplace and we Mm were
2: family studies
0: family studies that's right and we're shooting the students like hanging stuff up and it was so hot it was supposed to be winter you know right so like there's a fire going. It's August. Sean Flynn is almost ready to pass out inside the dog suit. That was such a crazy process, but it was fun. I mean, like it was fun. And it's it,
2: always worth it. They always it come it, yeah. out so good. Yep. Tom, I will correct you. There was not a fire going because all of the fireplaces. Fire was done in Oh, no, that's
0: right. That's no,
2: all, I think it was just lights. All of the fireplaces on the university do not work.
0: That's right. That's we right. had
2: to find that out because every year we look for them.
0: Yeah, you're right. It was lights, I think. Yeah, but it was still very hot in that room. And we all had to pretend it was because everyone's like in sweaters and stuff because it's supposed to be winter. And um and that was like action and like students had lines they had to do. And Tom R. was like it was almost like Stanley Kubrick. He was just like, let's do it again. You know, <laughs> and like, we're all like sweating. And
1: You will do this scene until <laughs> yeah, right. I'm happy with it. Right.
0: Yeah. the
2: magic of videography
0: the magic of videography well it's it's a, a great video everyone we'll we'll post the link in the show notes but just if you haven't seen it and if you have seen it in fact go watch it again and now look for the silage now you know all the behind the scenes stuff it's um, probably
2: still there isn't it i haven't been on campus in a little bit
0: yeah the silage is in the winter so that's, the, that's what's used for i guess
2: well they started using it while we were doing the live event because they left big clumps all over the sidewalk <laughs> we had to clear with a snow brush <laughs> how did Amazing. the live event go it was great, actually. So uh, university events was all of that. I was there because the way the lights were set up inside, nobody could figure out how to do. So I went to the to the event and they did a clicker to see how many people would go. And it was over 200 people. Awesome! Wow. Everybody had a great time. I think we ran out of hot cocoa. That's how many people showed up. So nice. very fun event. That was great. a really good idea. In this Instagram age. Yeah, thank you. It was fun. Like it's very stressful, but they're always fun and they're always enjoyable when they're done.
0: And I know a lot of people, not just within the university community, but that goes so far and wide. A lot of people really get a kick out of these and and we've gotten praise for the creativity of our our holiday videos, including this one. So excellent job. Angie, as always.
2: Thank you. But again, team collaboration. I was just the leader. Many people were
0: involved. Well, you know how film works. It's always the director who gets the credit, right? Even though there's a big crew. (laughs) Is there anything you would like to plug while we we have the opportunity? Nah,
2: I'm not a plugger.
0: All right. That's fine. I'll plug. My Twitter this is at TJ Breen, if you want to follow me and that uh, we're going to start start using the UConn history account at main underscore old, which is photos and, and tidbits of Yukon's past. We did get somebody who said that they missed Tom's history corner, so probably do some history stuff. Might not be quite as in-depth. Might we be better
1: like, do some history stuff.
0: Might be more like Tom's history bus stop as opposed to Tom's <laughs> history corner is but, a uh, bus
1: stop less than a corner I, can, don't, I don't know I don't understand this I feel like you could have hierarchy. a corner
0: store like you could have a, a could be going out I think or,
1: like a corner of a room is what I oh think all right
0: that. well that's true in this case would be Tom's <laughs> history drawer in that case just open it up pull one weird thing out and say, look at this weird thing.
1: I want to just open up your brain and look inside. And I did actually give a presentation
0: on. <laughs> on UConn history to uh, a continuing education group. This,
1: I remember you talking about that. It was ill-timed for your personal recovery from a surgery. But... It
0: was ill-timed, but it was well-timed because they've had to cancel everything. After that? Because of, yeah, the Omicron. So it like yeah. was a, one of the last in-person things they did. So it was great.
1: What did you speak about specifically?
0: It was a basically a history of Yukon from the beginning to the present. Dang. Um, seen through the idea of like crucial decision points. Cool. Uh, and a, a lot of stuff that listeners to the podcast were
1: Was it on. recorded? It was not. Darn.
0: But I have the I have the slide presentation. I could I could do it anytime. <laughs> I'm liable to do it anytime. <laughs> um, Maybe
1: that'll be a podcast episode. Could be
0: sit
1: there with your yeah. clicker. <laughs> right.
0: That'll be the, the video. Finally do some video casting.
1: In eighteen eighty six.
0: <laughs> it was it was a little more lively than that julie. i'm just thanks. kidding i
1: know that you're a fabulous presenter well,
0: is there anything you would like to plug
1: no we could probably start kicking up the yukon podcast accounting and also and i'm at julie bartuka on twitter if you need to reach me for any reason
0: thanks uh for listening everyone and we will be back to you shortly stay safe shortly. Shortly. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to promise.
1: We're not promising fortnights anymore.